Welcome to the Moses Lake Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This episode is a message brought to our church by a guest speaker. We hope that it is a blessing to you, and we would love to hear how God has used it in your life. Uh, we're going to be in Acts chapter, uh, chapter 1. Uh, we're going to be in Acts chapter 1 um, and, and Acts chapter 2. So uh, Pastor did two chapters today, and I'm going to, I'm just, I like following Pastor's example. He's really nice. And, uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, when Jesus, when Jesus uh, called the church and he, um, he, he, he purchased the church and he commissioned the church, the Bible tells us he, he gave a command. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And, and as he was standing there on the mount where he would ascend back to heaven with those around him that day, he said, he, sa- he, said uh, uh, he told them, he said, I want you to tarry in Jerusalem until, until uh, you receive the promise of the Father. And the disciples, you know, they, were, they, they almost got it, but not quite. They were still kind of hoping that now would be the time that Jesus would set up his kingdom and they could sit by him there. And they, they said, Lord, is now the time when you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And, uh, and, and Jesus said, Jesus said it's, he said, it's not for you to know the, the time or the season which the Father put in his own power. He said, but ye shall receive power after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And, and as we follow that, that, uh, that plan, as we do what God has called us to do, we see, we see the Spirit of God doing what, he said, what Jesus said he would do, drawing men uh, to, and, and teaching us the truth. Jesus said in John chapter 14, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He, he, said, uh, he said in verses, uh, verses 15 uh, through 17 there, he told them, uh, he, said, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I'll pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be, with, uh, shall be in you. And Jesus is talking about when the, when the Spirit of God would come upon them and they would be endued with power. We see uh, through the scriptures, we see the promise fulfilled there in Acts chapter, uh, chapters, uh, uh, chapter 2 when the Spirit came upon them. And we see His work and the indwelling of the Spirit. And, and as the people obeyed, as they did what God told them to do, the Spirit of God did His work. Jesus said, go to Jerusalem and tarry until, until you receive the, the, the power, uh, until you receive the promise from the Father. And that's what they did. You know, I, when, when there's a job to be done, I like to get in and get it done. I don't like to sit around. I don't like dead time. I, I, I don't like interruptions. I don't like uh, disruptions and all those kinds. I, I like to just click right along and just get things done. I like progress. I don't like to wait. But sometimes, sometimes God kind of puts you in a holding pattern, doesn't he? And that's, that's difficult to deal with. But we read through Scripture and God does that with people time after time after time. 
Now, if you're in, a, if you're in a, an eternal holding pattern, then maybe you're, not, maybe you're not listening to what God is saying to you, right? He wants us to be busy doing the work, but sometimes there's a holding pattern that he wants us in. As we read in the Old Testament about, about God leading the children of Israel through the wilderness, we see that he led them with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And as the, as the pillar would move, then, then Israel would move. But when it would stop, then they'd stop and set up camp. And they'd, sit, they'd, they'd just camp right there until, the, until God began to move again. You know, I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to create uh, a, a movement. I don't want to... Uh, uh, somebody, somebody put it this way. They said, I, I don't want to create a wave. I can't create a wave, but I'd certainly like to ride one that God creates. Amen. I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to try to see what Philip Jones can do. I didn't go to Pasadena to see what Philip and, and his family could do. We're there to see what God can do. And if each of us will have a heart and a desire to see what God can do, then we can yield ourselves to him and see him do a work that can only be defined by saying God did it. You know what? The Holy Spirit begins to work when God's people obey. We see, we see that uh, Jesus told them in, in Acts chapter 1, verse 4, he said, he said, tarry in Jerusalem. And so in chapter 2, the Bible says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord in one place. They were sitting right there. They were waiting for God's, for God's uh, direction. They were doing what Jesus told them to do. And when they did that, then God did what he promised he would do. The Holy Spirit works when God's people obey. You know, we, we might not always like what he tells us to do. It might not always be the funnest thing. It might not always be the popular thing. It might not be the thing that, uh, that gets the most attention. Maybe nobody notices what's be, what the, the service that you render for the Lord or the part you play in the, in the church body. But guess what? God sees that. And he honors our faithfulness. He honors our obedience. And he blesses us. You know, uh, the, the, whole time, the whole time you've been, you've been sitting there, uh, I don't think anybody checked out the, the legs of the chairs. They've been quietly... Serving faithfully unnoticed, right? And sometimes, you know, the Bible says that the church is a body fitly joined together. Some parts are seen, some are not seen. Some we don't want to see, right? <laughs> but, uh, but hey, there, it's, it's, it's necessary for the body to do the work that God designed and created the body for. And when we do what we're called to do, God will do what he promises he'll do. The Holy Spirit works when God's people obey. The problem comes in when we begin to try to figure out things and do it our way and, and try to help God out a little bit, you know. And, and we see how that got Abraham into trouble with Hagar and we see how that got so many other people in trouble. But if we'll just do what God called us to do, it'll work out. It might not make sense. I guarantee it did not make sense to Joshua and the people of Israel to march around those walls. I always think of Veggie Tales when I think of marching around the walls. You know, <laughs> keep marching. You know, but you not won't knock down our walls. You know, but guess what? They did. God did. Those walls fell flat. And 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 you know, sometimes people will, people will ask you questions, and they'll they'll just uh, they'll criticize you, and they'll and they'll. Um, They'll try to make you feel ignorant. 
This morning I was reading in, in Jeremiah where, where God gave Jeremiah a word to, to speak and he, and he dictated it to, to Baruch and, and uh, Baruch wrote it down and, and he went and read it in the ears of, of some of the people and they're like, how is it that you wrote these words from his mouth? You know, the Bible's so funny. It, it's hilarious. Because here was his answer. He said, he pronounced the words with his lips and I wrote them down with ink in a book. <laughs> That's how it happened, you know. And, and it might have been that they were trying to make Baruch uh, kind of feel a little weird and silly. You know, there's no way that you did this. Yeah, he pronounced the words with his lips and I wrote them down. You know, it might, your, your job might be something as simple as Baruch's was, just marking it down. You might be the one that, that, that keeps role in the church. But that's a very important, that's a very important job. Because it, lets, it, it lets, the, lets the pastor and others know if somebody was missing that they didn't happen to notice. So, they can, so you can follow up and, and let people know, hey, you're missed, you're important, you're valuable to the body. Ne- never, think that you're, never think that your ministry in the church is insignificant. You just keep doing what God has called you to do. Be faithful. The Bible says faithful in little and he'll make you faithful with much. He'll bless you with greater responsibilities. And, and, you know, we don't always receive those, those, uh, the blessings and the rewards this side of heaven, although we get a lot of rewards this side of heaven for our faithfulness. But when we stand before Jesus, we'll get to hear those words that we long to hear. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. The Holy Spirit works when God's people obey. You know, if, if my family didn't go to Pasadena, there wouldn't be a Crosspoint Baptist Church. And I'm not saying, hey, pat me on the back. No. Hey, God did this. God is the one that, that made the connections. God is the one that, uh, that, uh, that allowed, us to, allowed us to meet a, meet a young man named Tony who brought his fiance named Sarah to the church. And, and as they were coming and, and growing, they began to invite their friends and they invited Chandra, a lady who... A lady who, uh, who was just real, having a rough go of it in her home. And, and uh, she and her husband were at the brink of divorce. In fact, he had the papers all drawn up, ready to, ready to give to her. And uh, they, were, they were on his dresser. But in January, January 1st of 2017, uh, he came to church with her that day. She got saved. He, he got his heart right with the Lord and they've, they've surrendered their lives and been growing and their marriage is stronger than ever. They're teaching our couples classes now. They're helping others. Hey, God did that. Why? Because as I was pastoring in Georgia after eight and a half years, God called me to go to Pasadena. I said, okay, I'll go. I don't know what God wants you to do. I don't know the ministry that he's calling you to. I don't know the, the way that he's having you to serve as a part of this body, but be faithful. Sometimes, sometimes you may feel uh, overlooked or forgotten, but hey, God sees. God sees when nobody else does. God notices. He knows, he knows the work that, he, he knows the, the church planners that are, that are uh, going, through, uh, going through having to stay outside for a year and a half. He, he knows the things that are going on. He knows all the burdens that you carry, and He cares. He wants us to be faithful. Just continuing to do what he has called us to do. And when we do what he's called us to do, then God will work. The Holy Spirit works when God's people obey. 
and when he works. He works in a way that is beyond our comprehension. And, and, he, and he works in us to work through us to, to lead us to speak the wonderful works of God. The Bible tells us that, uh, that they were there on the, uh, on the day of Pentecost and, and they were together with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. This sound from heaven began to fill, and it, 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 it sounded like wind just rushing through. And the Bible says, the Bible says, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, just as Jesus promised, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm, I'm grateful for the filling of the Holy Ghost. The Bible tells us that, that they began to speak with other tongues. Uh, and, and as you study, this is languages. This is languages. Like, like I mean, up, up here today, I am, y'all, y'all probably didn't know I'm bilingual. I speak, I speak American English and I speak Southern English as well. Uh, and so, uh, but, but if, I, if, if, if there were people here that, that spoke Spanish, you didn't understand English, and all of a sudden as I'm, as I'm speaking, you're hearing me speak Spanish, what a miracle that would be. Because, I mean, I have a hard enough time with English and even a hard, hard time with Southern English, but I certainly would have a hard time with Spanish. But God did that. And, and as the people that were filled with the Holy Ghost, notice what they did. They went out and they were preaching. They were speaking the wonderful works of God. The Bible says uh, they were dwelling at Jerusalem. Um, it says uh, they, were, they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. These people had come to Jerusalem for the, uh, for the Passover and, ha- and hung around for 50 days for the day of Pentecost, a very special uh, feast day there uh, in Jerusalem. And, and they stayed, uh, but, but they were from every nation, under, uh, every nation under heaven. Many different languages spoken. And the Bible says, now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. These people from all over the world came together and they heard the gospel being preached in their own language. Now these were, these were men of Galilee. The Bible says they, they were all amazed and, and marveled saying one to another, Behold, aren't, aren't all these which speak Galileans? I mean, that, that'd, be like, that'd be like us in Georgia saying, Aren't these people like from Alabama or something? You know. And who who do y'all who do y'all throw off on here in Washington, Oregon or Canadians or whatever? You know, everybody. everybody all right. uh, but you know, uh, Galileans. I mean, they, they don't know they don't know up from down. I mean, what what in the world? How how are they how are they smart enough to be speaking my language? Well, I'll tell you, God did that. Why did God do that? Because they did what God told them to do. They were faithful in little. And God blessed them and used them in a way that was miraculous. And what was it they were doing? The Bible says, the Bible says, 
The folks said, how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and dwellers of Mesopotamia and in Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia in Egypt and all the parts of Libya and uh, about Cyrene, the strangers of Rome and, and Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our tongues, in our language, the wonderful works of God. We're hearing in our language the wonderful works of God. It wasn't like they're up there jibber-jabbering and somebody's saying, what, what, what in the world? I mean, does, it, does anybody know what they're talking about? Does anybody know what they're... No, these people heard them very clearly speaking their own language saying, this is what God did. And preaching the gospel, sharing the wonderful works of God. Hey, and, and I'm grateful that when the Holy Spirit, when, when the people of God do what God has called us to do, then, uh, then the Holy Spirit works. The Holy Spirit works when God's people obey. And what does He do? The Holy Spirit leads those believers to speak the wonderful works of God. God. So if you want to be busy doing what God has called us to do, guess what? Go speak the wonderful works of God. Many times people say, God, we need your power. We need your spirit. We need your power upon our lives and on our ministry. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God. You want the power of God on your life? Share the gospel with somebody. You'll have the power of God. You'll speak the word of God. You'll have the spirit of God working in you and working through you and working in their heart, helping them to understand what you're talking about. There's nothing like it. When the, uh, hey, the Holy Spirit works when God's people obey and the Holy Spirit leads the believers to speak the wonderful works of God. And guess what happens then? When we obey and when we speak the wonderful works of God, then the Holy Spirit works in such a way that it can only be defined by saying, God did that. God did that. There's no way that, the, that Peter and John could have spoke the language of the Elamites or the Parthians or the Medes. They didn't, they didn't know all those languages. These others, they didn't know the languages of the people all around the world. God did a work where the people recognized it. And the result was it brought people to hear the word of God. And the Lord added to the church 3,000 souls. The gospel was preached. People believed and were saved. That's, that's missions right there. When, when you obey what God has called you to do, when you do your part as a member of the church, God works through your giving. God works through your witness. And many people around the world are able to hear. Many people around the world are able to, to hear the gospel, receive Jesus as their Savior, and there's no telling how many people have been saved through the, through the, the generosity and the, the faithful, obedient giving of the members of Moses Lake Baptist Church. But God's keeping tally. And when you get to heaven, God will reward you for that. But I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the part that we have to play in God's, in God's work. He didn't have to choose us to do his work. 
but he called us into his into into the ministry. He 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 found us faithful and put us in the ministry. And, and, and has blessed and has taken care of us every step of the way. Hey, he, he's been faithful to you. And he's been faithful to us. Just this afternoon we were sharing with, sharing with your pastor and his family just some of the, some of the stories of, of people who have gotten saved. And, and all, here, here's one that, uh, that we, didn't, we didn't share. Um, I mentioned Chandra and Danny. Chandra got saved, and a couple of, uh, just a few weeks later, we were going to baptize, and and uh, she invited her friends, Dominique and Ariane, to come, and they they came to the church, and they they were they were not ones to come to church. Their 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 kids had some behavior issues and things like that, and it really embarrassed them at the time. And most of the time, people weren't patient with them, but they came to church. They found some children's workers that loved them and just endured because mom and daddy needed to hear the gospel. One day I got, the, I got a call that, that Dominique had had a, some situation with his heart. And he, had, he was in the hospital and I went in and uh, I was talking to him and, and they had to put a little uh, pacemaker or something like that in there. Um, and I, was, I, was, I asked him, I said, I said, Dominique, what, what would have, where would you be if they'd taken you to the morgue rather than the emergency room? And he said, oh, I'd be in heaven. And I said, you, you know that? And he said, he said, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, but my, my wife's not saved, though. And so I, we talked about that, and we prayed for her, and and uh, Mackenzie would go over and, and share the gospel with Ariane, and Ariane was and many times she'd stand there and she'd just weep. I'd, I'm just not ready. Mackenzie said, "Look, we're not we're not forcing anything on you. We just love you, and we want you we want you to receive Jesus." But one day she was ready, and Ariane got saved. She started discipleship with Mackenzie, and I went to Dominique, and he and I, I said, "Hey." Let's not let the ladies get uh, get get a, a a jump on us. Why don't Why don't we do uh, do discipleship as well? And he's like, Yeah, let's do that. So we went through the first the first lesson, and uh, and and at the end, I said, You have any questions? He said, No, I don't have any questions about this. He said, But I I do have something I wanted to ask you about. And I said, What's that? And he said, I know you asked me was I saved. He said, I've always known that Jesus was the Savior. He said, But I don't really know that He's mine. And I said, well, what do you want to do about that? And he said, I, I want to be saved. So I opened up my Bible to John chapter 3, and we talked about the new birth, and, and Dominic prayed, and he trusted Jesus as his Savior that day. So during during uh, COVID, we, uh, during the quarantine, all the churches shutting down and everything, we, we started our live stream. We had never live streamed before, and and uh, so we started a live stream uh, for our services, and and uh, it's been it's been quite a challenge to make sure that the the sound and the video and everything's working perfectly and streaming and all that. You know, I'm I'm just glad for folks that know know what they're doing, or at least they they do a good job of looking like they know what they're doing when it comes to that. And uh, but but that has been such a blessing. We've we've had so many people come to our church as a result of that. One lady said that uh, said that she she had gotten saved. 
She was driving through L.A. and, and something, she heard a voice that said, you need to become a, 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 you need to be a born-again Christian. Hey, there, there are a lot of things you'll hear in L.A. traffic, but uh, I've never heard anybody say that. Uh, but <laughs> she, uh, she told her husband about that, and, and he just freaked out on her because they, they were not believers. But, uh, but she, as it comes about, she, she trusted Jesus as her Savior, and, and over time she, she knew that she needed a Bible-preaching church. And she found us online. She's been coming, been discipled, or she's being discipled. There's another lady that was involved in New Age practice and was meditating and all of that and um, saw a, a dark spirit moving her way. In that moment, she heard a voice audibly said, you need to trust in Jesus as your Savior. And that scared her. So she jumped, in, she jumped in her bed and was going to try to listen to some music and go to sleep. So she opened up YouTube and right there at the very top, there was a video that said, Woman Turns to Christ from New Age. She watched it and gave her heart to Jesus. She began to look for a, a church. Isn't it interesting how, how when, when people get saved, they know they need to be in church? So she began to look for a church and she found us and she's come and she's been discipled and now she's discipling a girl that just recently got saved and baptized. And You know, God, hey, this is, this is a work that only God can do. And it's because of churches like yours, faithfully loving and obeying God. And when God's people obey, the Holy Spirit does his work. He works when God's people obey. And when he works, he leads Believers to speak the wonderful works of God. And when we speak the wonderful works of God, He does a work that only He can do. It can only be defined by saying God did that. I, I want to thank you so much. And I want to encourage you to look and see what else God might have you to do. Is there a ministry here that God wants you to be involved in? Is there... Is, does God want you to, to step up your, your witness? Does God want you to be here Saturday for, for donuts and doors? What does God want you to do with mission, for, for worldwide missions? Whatever it is, I want to encourage you, obey and just watch God work. Just see what God will do. Because I tell you, it'll be incredible. And people will see God working. And it'll strengthen their faith. It might even draw others to Jesus Christ. And I'm, I'm excited to see what God is going to continue to do through Moses Lake. And I'm excited to see what God is going to do. Hey, hey I, told you, I told you this morning about the lady that came to church for the first time ever to go to church. She raised her hand this morning and said she needed to be saved. One of our ladies took her out to lunch and shared the gospel with her. That's all I know. But I've got, I've got, an, uh, I've got a... I've got an inkling that, that God did something in her heart today. And I want to thank you for praying. Sometimes we think, you know, uh, we think, well, does, does my prayer really work? Yeah, it does. It really works. So keep on praying. Keep on giving. Keep on witnessing. Keep on serving. Keep on obeying God. And let's see the Holy Spirit work in ways that can only be said that God did that. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope it's been an encouragement to you. And if you'd like any further information about our church, 
we'd like to encourage you to visit mlbc.church.